come on in. The Carolina Outdoors is in session. We're glad that you're joining us. If this is your first time on this ride, we do this each week with four different segments. For your listening pleasure, hopefully along the way you will seek out your adventure, whether it be hiking, biking, fly fishing, or maybe going to the North Carolina State Fair. I'm Bill Barty. Over here on this side and over on that side is Wes Lawson. I know you're excited about this, Bill, because there's livestock and there's food. A lot of it's fried and sweet. You're just you're just ready to go, aren't you? This is my middle this name. This is your jam, yeah. In, in essence. But let's get a little bit of the history out of the way first. Of course, the North Carolina State Fair has been in existence since, get this, Wes, 1853, celebrating it continuously with just a few exceptions. Uh, 1861 to 1869, the Civil War and Reconstruction, not happening. From 1926 and 1927, the Agricultural Society disbanded. Um, And then 1942 to 1945, World War II happened. So we skipped it, and then guess what? 2020, the pandemic. But now, let's celebrate. We are in 2021. The North Carolina State Fair is happening right now, and we're going to get the lowdown as we head to Raleigh, North Carolina, with Miss Heather Overton. Heather, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Oh, thank you. We are very excited that the NC State Fair is back uh, we we missed everybody last year. Um, we've put together a great fair. We have a lot of new vendors, and we have a lot of new fair foods to try. And, you know, 2020, it didn't happen, but I can promise you that 2021 will, it has been worth, will be worth the wait. So you're packing two fairs into one in 2021 is the way we're going to look at it. And will you give us, uh, for our listeners, kind of, kind of what the fair is, what it is a celebration of, because it's not just those fried foods and it's not just the Ferris wheel. It's a celebration of something pretty big in North Carolina, a a celebration of the harvest or agriculture. Will you tell us about that? Yes, uh, the state fairs are, are traditionally a celebration of agriculture, and that's that's really for all state fairs. You know, if you go back to way back when in 1853 and came to the state fair, it would look very different than it looked now. It was a place for farmers to go and, and sort of get an education, uh, learn about new crop techniques. Um, you know, it's over time, as more people have stopped being directly involved with agriculture, especially as we look at our census data of how our urban populations have grown, own, the fair is now a celebration. It's a celebration of agriculture. It's a celebration of the fact that what we eat is grown in the ground, and it's produced by our farmers and by those who are in agriculture. Uh, agriculture is still North Carolina's number one industry, and it's uh, it actually it employs about 17% of our our state's workforce. So it's still it's still a big deal in our state. And you know, when we the Department of Agriculture we put the fair on. And what we try to do is keep agriculture at the heart of our exhibits and everything else that we do. Yeah, I don't think many of us would realize that 17% of our workforce is in agriculture. That's really pretty amazing to me. Um, What do you think caused that shift, though, from it being an educational kind of um, agricultural productivity event to what it is now, the celebration and the fun? And most people, you know, there's a lot of folks who don't realize that there's any kind of agriculture at the fair. 
Yeah, I think it probably happened over time. You know, you have all the farmers getting together to have to learn about new crop techniques, and maybe you know the wives came together and said, "Well, let's have a pie competition," or you know, let's have, you know let's look at the horticultural crops and judge what's best. I think I think the fair as we see it today probably evolved over time. And you know we've we've done surveys and we've done we've asked you know fairgoers what the number one reason is they come to the fair now, and the number one reason people come to the fair by far is to eat. Well, if you if you need judges for the pie competition, there's uh, three people right here who are who have already volunteered. Uh, TJ's ready and Bill's ready, and so am I. We'll, we'll come right up. So, so. I, will, I will say that the competitions, and that's everything from the livestock shows to the giant pumpkins and watermelons, which we had site records for both this year for watermelons and pumpkins, um, to the paintings, to the artwork, to the wood woodworkings, just all of it. You know that that really is the heart of the fair. Well, and you do. We should talk about delve into that a little bit because. Um, those competitions go from elementary schools across the state of North Carolina all the way up to um, a person who may be a regular submitter of uh, quilting uh, um, blankets and, and shawls and, and things like that. I mean, it goes on and on. Can you give us some uh, uh, just a tidbit of each of, of the competitions that we can come see that will have that blue uh, uh, blue ribbon, red second-place ribbon, or, or beyond on it? On well, them? yes, I'll tell you some of our most popular competitions. That, you know, Some of these, actually, there's lines of people that want to see them. One is the quilts. Hmm. Um, there's usually, you know, a lot of quilts are entered into the state fair, and we do sometimes get a line over there, people wanting to view the quilts that have been entered. Um, another really popular area is decorated cakes. And these are the really elaborate decorated cakes. Um, and, you know, usually they're done around themes. That's very popular. Um, our flower show, we have garden competitions. Um, those, we have decorated scarecrows. Um, the, but the most popular probably competition on the fairgrounds, if you go by the number of times that they're photographed, is the giant pumpkins. Huh. Um, and, of course, I'm leaving out livestock competitions. You know, we, we have livestock competitions ranging, ranging from to goats to sheep to cows to pigs. Oh, and it is exciting to see because I have been a participant and a spectator in some of those competitions. And it's a bit of Americana, if you will, to see uh, not just the hard work that has gone in for for many of these uh, I'll say young people but really people of all ages but also when you're dealing sometimes with livestock you, you never know which way a pig may want right. to go <laughs> right it is now my my favorite thing that happens and actually uh this is moved to a new night for this year it's the sale of champions which is where the um the animals that have won our junior shows from everything from turkey to um you know the uh the cow, um, goat, sheep, pig, the the youth winners auction their animals off. And, you know, it's pretty stiff competition. Usually the bidders, they go for, you know, the bidders are a lot of times our sponsors. Um, and these kids actually bring in a lot of money for their education. And they raise a lot of money for the other youth to benefit because some of the money also goes to scholarships. Um, the auction is just like when you go to an auction, you know, people are talking really fast and, the, you know, way people are waving their hands and the animals are, are being sold. It's actually really exciting. 
But if you're if you're headed to the fair, I recommend that Friday night if you want to see um, a, a really good livestock show. West Lawson right there, Bill Barty here. Our guest is Heather Overton from the North Carolina State Fair. It is going on right now. October 14th is when it kicked off. It's going through October 24th. We're covering a lot of ground right now, but the good news is you can see all of these things merely by making a visit to Raleigh and the North Carolina State Fair, and Heather's answering all of our questions. Uh, I will point out that the slogan for this year's fair is worth the wait, and that comes from us taking a little break last year and having a wide-open fair this year. Heather, are there any particulars that we need to know about that may be a a change from previous fairs from 2018 or 2019 um, due to the pandemic? Um, well, we do have a couple of changes when coming in the gates. Um, now, the, the first question is we, we are encouraging vaccinations. They are not required. We are not checking vaccine cards, um, and we are not requiring vaccines for entry. Uh, we are also encouraging mask wearing, uh, especially if you're unvaccinated and or if you're in areas that are indoors or where you cannot be socially distanced. Um, again, that's not something that we are enforcing. Um, one of the main reasons why is the fair. The fair is a, a, an eating and drinking event. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people are walking around doing one or both, um, and it's just something that would not be able to be enforced well on, on the fairgrounds. Um, the other thing that's new about the gates this year is we have a clear bag policy. Uh, which, you know, your listeners who might have been going to football games or other events might have, you know, they might have encountered that at other events as well. Um, this year, if you if you show up at the fairgrounds and you don't have a clear bag, we will give you one, uh, just a little plastic bag that you can dump your items in um, and then go through the gate, and then you can put your items back in your bag. Um, and the, the main reason that we've gone to a clear bag policy is that we're really trying to to move people into the fairgrounds quicker we're trying to speed up the gate process and get you and get you closer to the fun quicker so um what about the parking situation where where should we where should we park so we can get in there with our clear bag and go have some fun because i want to get to that pie competition (laughs) well the uh the best place to park is still carter finley stadium it is it is free uh we have a highway patrol who will you know direct you to the the nearest free paid parking lot um we have plenty of parking spaces um also i know that you're in the charlotte area uh one way to get to the fair is by train um and i I looked this morning and there are still some amtrak train tickets available from the charlotte area that's a great idea i like that well you get to the fairgrounds relatively early um i think you leave the fairgrounds around i think 3 30 3 45 and then you're back in back in charlotte between six and seven that's not bad at all and there's no there's no you know i-77 to deal with that's a great idea Yes. So let's talk about the food for a minute. Oh, we, we're delving in. We're so, jumping in. So we're now, now we're going, Heather, for the fun part. So um, get ready because we want to hear all about the food. So tell us all about. I mean, I don't want. I don't <laughs> want any diet, anything. I don't want a salad. I want the good stuff. What's right, what? Well, what's what are our options? Well, I will tell you one thing that you're going to be. You just have to to see it to believe it. But we actually have at the fair this year shrimp and grits on a stick. Yes, I love the idea of more foods on a stick. How in the world <laughs> have we had to wait this long for that? Oh, my well, goodness. The, 
the way the, the shrimp and grits on a stick work is it's uh, they deep fry the grits into almost a ball with the shrimp, and then it's put on a stick. It is incredible. It's being done by Ezel Something Good, and it is a new food that we have out here this year. And I'm going to go um, ahead and go on a limb and assume that that fried ball of grits is probably also extraordinarily hot but probably also really, really good. I'm I'm going to have to catch a train here, Bill. It is. And then the, uh, the the other thing that I have that I recommend, you're going to have to share these because it is a it is a big serving, but they are very good. Um, I think everyone in the in the press office up here with me has tried them, and they're like press office approved. Is it Chef Delights? And they're called Atomic Tots. Uh, they're spicy seasoned tater tops, tots topped with spicy cheese sauce shredded chicken, pepper bacon, spicy ranch, sour cream, and crispy fried hot pepper. Do they sprinkle in the, the um, antacid also? Like, does it come with the Tums? Because that's, it uh, sounds delicious. You might need delicious, it afterwards. Yeah. I will tell wow. you it is worth it. I mean, it's, it's, you'll take one bite and you'll say, oh, yes, this is worth having to take a Tums later. Wow. Now, what about all the other good stuff, like the sugary sweet stuff? The sugary sweet stuff. Well, we have um, one of the offerings that we have this year is a cheesecake smoothie, um, which honestly, with it being as warm as it's been the last couple of days, there has been a line for these. Uh, It's a strawberry cheesecake smoothie, and this thing comes with a whole slice of cheesecake on the top of it. It's served in a 24-ounce martini cup, and and they call it dessert overload, and it is. Yep, so uh, the Surgeon General is not approved of that dessert either. That sounds delicious. Are there any desserts on a stick? Well, yes. Well, we have something uh, that is called waffle chicks, which, you know, this is the best type of dessert because it can also double as breakfast. And it is a breakfast sausage dipped in waffle batter and cooked in a waffle iron, served on a stick. Uh, and It's sweet. It has chocolate. Um, it has, then we have another one that's baked around a double chocolate chip brownie with white chocolate chips. Uh, so Waffle Chicks is a place to check out, especially if you're trying to have a dessert for breakfast. Um, another thing is one of our vendors, Mini Apple Pie, who's one of my favorites. They're bringing a, a new treat this year. They're bringing deep fried cookie dough and a deep fried cookie dough sundae. Wow. So as we talk about these different vendors, and I do know this, Heather, that some of them um, are, are national vendors, but there's some local vendors. In fact, um, here uh, are Mark Garrison on WBT, I think, had the proprietor of the um, Shrimp and Grits, and that, I believe, is a local uh, restaurateur if that's the right word. we It is. Uh, most most of our vendors here do have are, are from North Carolina. We do have some that travel from out of state. Um, we have one of the, the most feel-good stories. Ezel's is a local company, and one of the most feel-good stories is a, is a place that we have uh, called Pick and Pig, which if any of your – if you've ever been to Carthage, there's mm-hmm. a restaurant there that's at the regional airport that's called Pick and Pig. It, this is the same place. Well, earlier this year, uh, Pig and Pig burned down, and uh, with it went their fare booth. And, you know, we've had a lot of people very excited that they have managed to rebuild their booth and be at the fair this year. Their restaurant is still closed, but they're out here. They serve barbecue Sundays, which is uh, barbecue 
with baked beans and slaw in a cup. And, you know, if I always say that if you could put North Carolina in a cup, it would be a pig and pig Sunday. <laughs> well, and I think the other, the news story I heard locally as well as one of the vendors is this is her first year being a vendor there, but she uh, left her job uh, in education to follow her passion and her dream of, of, of having um, her own restaurant. And part of, I guess, being deemed at the NC State Fair helped her is helping her live out that portion of her passion and her dream and i think she's got the uh, shrimp and grits on a stick if not you'll have to eat your way through to figure out which one is hers yes it is i think if i'm not mistaken they are a mother-daughter team and they're new to the fair that's and it. i tell you what i've had their shrimp and grits on a stick and they're going to have a big fair while they're out here <laughs> i think they're going to they're going to sell a lot of shrimp and grits on a stick she exuded confidence in the interview i heard as does heather overton she cannot be tripped up with subject matter deemed nc state fair it is going on right now through the 24th if i just got that right it kicked off october 14th Wes, did yes. we cover it all? We, we did. We, you know, we want you to come out. Come on out to the 2021 NC State Fair. All the information we have on our website at ncstatefair.org. You know, bring it up when you're on the train headed this way. And one thing I will point out that's on there, right on the homepage, ncstatefair.org, is 100 free things to do mm. once you've gotten into the fair. So. Click on that button, make plans, and you can see North Carolina at its finest right there in Raleigh. Heather Overton, thank you so much for spending time with the Outdoor Guys from Jesse Browns. Oh, no no problem. Thank you. Thank you. Off she goes, and off we go. But just for a moment, we're going to come back with more of the Carolina Outdoors with Wes Lawson and Bill Barty right after this.